Hello, and welcome back to another Dr. Supercoach podcast. You're on with Pistol, and for this podcast, I have a very special guest. Um, he actually shares the same first name as myself, and it is, drumroll please, me. Literally, it's me. Unfortunately, JB and Chizo are out doing their own thing. I think uh, Chizo is off in a Fortnite competition, and uh, JB's in transit at the moment, and I didn't really want to let down the community, so I decided that, you know what? I'm just going to spend five or so minutes, maybe ten, depends on how long I can talk to myself. I know it's a bit unconventional, it's a bit strange for me as well, but we're just going to rock it. No, uh, didn't want to disappoint anyone, so here we go. Hopefully uh, it still provides a little bit of value. Um, so firstly, how did your team go this week, Pistol? Um, thank you for asking. No, so in all seriousness, uh, Webster's still out. Sicily, people may have held on to, so I just want to talk through maybe a couple of the top defender options um, going into this round. I think the big ones that we've spoken about before, we're talking, you know, the Lloyds, the Yos, the Lairds, Simo, um, those type of players you kind of have to get, but it's the other players which aren't in um, a large percentage of teams and have a good run home are the ones that I'm really looking at. Um, the first person who is my... Uh, personal favorite from here on out is actually Jaden Short. Now, he actually has an average of 100 over his last five games, and since round 10, he has a low of 86. Um, he's managed to crack the ton in that time in four rounds, um, so he, he pretty much sits at a very healthy average since he's really got used to that half-back role. And the, the games that Richmond have left, they've got Collingwood, um, and Geelong, and then they've got an end of Gold Coast, Essendon, and Western Bulldogs. Four of the five games left are at the MCG, where um, he's scored pretty well over that time. So there's no reason that Short shouldn't average 100. And I think the major positive is I doubt Richmond rest him as well. If you're going to rest a key figure from Richmond, it's probably not going to be Jaden Short. So um, there's a little bit of safety in that pick as well, which is something that I really like. The next option I would like to talk about is actually Jeremy Howe. is somebody that we've talked about plenty of times before, but he's kind of snuck up on us because he's now going at 100 flat average in his last five, but comes in at a little bit more than short by only 2K at 473K. Howe has been anything but consistent this year. Um, he did manage to score a 59 back in round 10, uh, 77 following that, but then he's put out some big scores with um, actually no games this entire season between 100 and 118. So he either goes massive or he just, you know, doesn't make the ton. I do like him as a pick. However, I just feel like the consistency and safety in short uh, going forward is probably... Um, wiser, especially that Collingwood's, you know, the team is so many injuries and players are being thrown around and even though Howe will definitely remain as a backman, it's just will he be playing as like the second tall, will he be playing as the third tall, it's just hard to judge um, and they'll probably change on a week by week basis as well, so uh, for me I, I do like Shaw a little bit better than Howe the other pick that people are talking about is Angus Brayshaw, now Angus Brayshaw has a five-round average of, you know, 105. And the problem I find with Angus Brayshaw is in games where they've lost um, in recent times, like against Collingwood in round 12, he had 16 touches and he only scored um, a miserable 60. Against Geelong, he had 23 touches and scored 87. Now, since round 
10, even even back since round 7, he hasn't had less than 23 touches except in that match against Collingwood. So I'm wondering if there's something there where he might struggle a bit in losses um, a little bit. So he he's still probably going to average 90 plus and you know he's got that massive ceiling as well which you've seen earlier in this year and I'm the problem is whilst he probably scores well this week and probably scores well against Gold Coast I'm a little worried about Melbourne in general um, they look like they're probably going to miss out on finals as well um, especially with three of their fixtures um, containing Sydney West Coast and GWS to end the season uh, it's not you know, that promising. So um, if I was making a choice, I think I'd choose Short over Howe over Brayshaw. Um, but it's so close between Howe and Brayshaw. It's really a coin flip pick there. So um, I don't think you can go too far wrong. Another player that people are talking about is actually Harris Andrews because he was absolutely flying before his concussion. Obviously, um, that concussion will lower his price as well, and you might want to um, fancy a gamble on Harris Andrews. The, the problem is we don't really know how he's going to go after that concussion, and you know, hopefully he doesn't get another head knock or anything, but you know, if he gets touched hard, he's probably out for the rest of the season. So um, I do really think he's going to be a great super coach player. I just don't know if I want to get somebody that could be out um, if they get hit, you know, for the rest of the season. And it's just a little bit of a gamble. And people may flock to Alex Witherden, but with the inclusion of Hodge as well as Harris Andrews this week, I'm not sure Witherden, even though he's scoring particularly well, I don't know if he's also a safe option. Um, and I'd rather just pay that 18k more for Jaden Short, who I know has been very consistent. Um, there are other options around. Um, I'm talking about, I'm not going to, I'm going to skip like the Michael Hurleys and, and Hearns just because no one's really... Um, considering them, unless they have that exact price um, to spend on a player. But looking cheaper, um, let's say under 440k, there's really not too many options going around. Um, you're probably stuck at looking at like a Heath Shaw, maybe you want to get a Zach Tui, or even um, Jared Harbrow has fallen um, below that mark because of that uh, 43 that he scored last week, although he has been really good um, in the last 10 weeks. I think that pretty much covers all of the uh, back options. So I will move now on to some forward options in case you had Sicily in the forward line. Um, and there's a lot of really unique forwards um, from that you should strongly consider uh, for the rest of the season. Reese Stanley is the number one option, <laughs> I think, at the moment, which is crazy. Um, to hear, especially I think a lot of people were, would be thinking Tom Hawkins might be, you know, the number one um, forward in the competition at the moment, especially in Supercoach form. But it's actually Reece Stanley who has a five-round average of 111, um, which might surprise a few. He's only in one percent of teams, and he only costs 490k. He also has ruck forward swing, so that might become valuable if one of the ruckmen get rested um, a bit later in the year. But pretty much since the last couple of weeks, he's, he's really increased his um, disposals as well as his hitouts, and he's just scoring incredibly well. He, he hasn't put up a poor score, so he's the lowest of 84 since round 12. He scored 61 in round 11, and the best thing about it is, is obviously that DPP, and the Cats draw to end the year is so soft as well that he could really just continue this fine form. He's got Brisbane 
then Richmond, Hawthorne, Fremantle, and Gold Coast, where he plays Brisbane, Fremantle, and Gold Coast at the Alphabet Stadium as well. So there could be some big games there for him as well as for Tom Hawkins, um, who is the other option that you should consider at 535k. He's absolutely flying. I mean, I don't really like recommending big key forwards, but how can you ignore his form where since round six, he's averaged well over 100. It, it's just absolutely insane. It's, I think it's 106 average or so um, since round six. So he's put together just a complete season. As we said, there's the three, um, I should say, as I said, there's the three really um, easy games at home uh, for the rest of the season where he could score particularly well. So um, two PODs, both in 1% of teams, that um, you'd be crazy not to consider. I did notice a few people considering maybe some outside-the-box picks that are a bit cheaper, um, something like a Jade Gresham. Uh, he has a five-round average of 103, but I, I'm not the biggest fan of uh, Gresham as a pick. Uh, my concern is that he, he averages 16 disposals, and he plays really predominantly as a small forward. His role isn't through the midfield as such, and I think whilst he's still very reliant on goals, I just can't see, and it's crazy because he's been consistent, but I can't see him definitely scoring, you know, those 100s for the rest of the year, which is kind of what you want at this time. You want to upgrade to somebody that's going to take you home um, and take, you know, your finals by storm. And I, I don't really see that being Jay Gresham, although he is at a cheaper price. So um, if you can't afford anyone else, there's obviously worse punts to take. There's another player that is consistent and in the same price range, and I'm talking about Mitch Wallace. Now, Dalhouse has gone down, so that might offset the potential, well, the inclusion, as we know, of Bontempelli this week. But Mitch Wallace's season has been, you know, the most consistent season I've pretty much ever seen. He has one score below 80, which was a 79. He only has like three scores, or four scores, sorry, below, uh, oh, sorry, between 80 and 90. And then four scores between 90 and 100 with only three tons. So we're talking a ceiling of 116 and a floor of 79 with a five-round average of 97, an average for the year of 94, and he just peppers that 95 mark pretty much every single week. It's absolutely insane, and uh, there's no reason that why that can't continue for the rest of the year, especially when they play um, teams like St Kilda, North Melbourne, Carlton, um, all at Etihad Stadium. He's just a safe pick. Um, maybe somebody, he's not going to win you your league, but he's not going to lose you your league final as well. So uh, he's somebody that you could definitely consider. Um, and I think in that price range, he's probably um, a unique enough option as well where, you know, we've, we've got Toby McLean, we've got Heaney, we've got those players at 438k that you probably should be considering first. But um that's a bit too obvious, and I think most people already have them, so it's probably not going to be helpful if you're, you're trying to trade Sicily to somebody you already have. Um, yeah, so there's there's not too many other options that I would highly recommend. You can pick your safer picks, um, like your Devon Smiths and Co., which I would definitely recommend um, selecting first. But yeah, there's uh, definitely some punts there if you're willing to, to have a look at a little bit outside the box. I want to jump into the Cancer Council, um, because we received a great donation um, by Vic Supercoach, who said, great podcast, and I'm sure this is another fantastic one because it's got all of your favorite people on the podcast. 
Um, and he says, thanks for the great guidance throughout the year. So once again, I'm sure that is directed at all the people on this current podcast and nobody other than that. So I really appreciate your donation. Um, Vic, we are well past now the $2,000 mark for the season, which we've raised for the Cancer Council, um, well over five five grand in total over the last two and a half years, which is absolutely phenomenal. So I couldn't really thank you guys enough for, for doing that. Um, lastly, I would like to talk about some captaincy options. Um, if it sounds like I've done this all in one breath, that is because I actually have done it all in one breath and I haven't stopped to think about any of these things. So, um, yeah, I'm, I apologize in advance if some of these are captaincy picks. I'm, I feel like I'm surprising myself with the captaincy selections, even though I brought it upon myself. Um, but we're jumping to this segment, so here we go. Anyway, um, looking at the fixtures, I think the, the person that really sticks out is uh, Paddy Dangerfield against Brisbane. I know his record against Brisbane is actually phenomenal. Um, I don't see why you couldn't, you know, captain him. His, last, his, his, game, his, his uh, games against Brisbane in the past read 165, 131, 166. There's really no reason why you can't have the VC and shouldn't have the VC on Dangerfield. Absolutely lock that one in, especially given his form has uh, become a little bit better in recent weeks. Um, other VC options definitely include Josh Kelly and Canelio as they play uh, St Kilda. Um, that they're definitely in for you know one of those mornings. Um, Gorn and Oliver as well um, average at 130 points on the road, and I believe that that should continue against Adelaide this week. So all of those seem like the best and safest options. Titch. Might cop the Banfield tag, you'd think, um, in the last game of the rounds. Oh, I'm not sure if I love it as a captaincy option. I definitely think Dangerfield should be locked in. But um, if you're going to do a C option, obviously, Titch is always safe. And he's coming off 192 as well. So um, certainly look there. But um, I'd be I'd be placing my VC on, on Dangerfield and choosing a captain between one of you know Kelly, Titch, or Gorn um, if you have those those players is probably the safest option. I think that pretty much wraps up the podcast. Um, thank you all very much for listening. Listening, And uh, sorry about the solo podcast. Hopefully it wasn't too much of a bore. You can get bored of listening to me. Just rant. And uh, if you want to find me on Twitter, you can find me at pistol underscore DRSC. If you want to find JB, you can find him at JB underscore DRSC. And if you want to find Chizo, you can find him at Chizo with a Z underscore DRSC. Uh, thanks so much for listening to the uh, first ever Dr. Supercoach solo podcast. Hopefully it was okay. If you liked it, please let me know because I'm going to be very self-conscious about this one. And if you didn't like it, obviously don't say anything. And uh, thanks very much for listening in community.